You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I guess it's time to stop fiddle farting around and actually do a podcast. I've been sitting here for like 10 minutes, looking at all my stuff, making sure that it's all set up. I am pre-recording live to you here from Maui. I'm on Wailea. I'm in Wailea, south end of uh, Maui, hanging out, doing a little vacation, trying to pump a little bit of money into a local economy that really needs it. So this is a topic, and, and the reason I got over here is because I kind of feel like state of Washington, the um, number of coronavirus cases are going through the roof. And I've been kind of following that. I wanted to stay in town for the election, see what happened there, see if any chaos happened in Seattle. Um, it really didn't. It was pretty mellow. And then my cousin's wife said, hey, we're thinking about going over to Hawaii. You want to join us? And so I made plans. They ended up going to a different island. But here I am on the uh, the fine, fine island of Maui for a little R&R before the holidays start. What is going to happen with the holidays? And that's what I'm talking about today. Is Thanksgiving canceled? Is Christmas canceled? How bad is that? How how bad is how frustrating is that going to be? But maybe it's the right thing to do. Maybe just don't gather in groups. I got kind of wigged out flying over here, even though you know that all precautions are being taken, and I'd already taken a COVID test. It was still nerve wracking coming over here. It's like, ah, oh, does that guy over there have Rona? Don't really know. Don't really want to get it. So I had to get COVID tested. Otherwise, you got to do a fourteen day quarantine here. And uh, that is no fun. Inside your hotel room. Do not leave your hotel room. You get an automatic go-to-jail card. That's how Hawaii is um, handling it. And just October 15th, they just started allowing people to come into the state. And if you can have a negative COVID test, then you don't have to quarantine for your 14 days. And that's what I'm doing. So I'm hanging out here doing some podcasting for you guys. Let's check out. Um, and, and this is my topic is... The cases are skyrocketing. Deaths are going up. Do we cancel the holidays? And this is a good one that I found from um, Seattle Times. Dire warnings from health officials as coronavirus runs wild in Washington. Any in-person gathering is risky. Well, yeah, but you still got to live, right? It's in Seattle Times. As coronavirus levels reach record highs in Washington, health officials from around the state warned Tuesday after afternoon this past week, that any in-person gathering is risky, including Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, I already sent my aunt a text and said, hey, we've got a mandate, probably no big gatherings at Thanksgiving. And she said that, Ellen, this is my aunt Nancy. Aunt Nancy, thanks for doing the membership services thing on uh, YouTube. Nancy's a paying member. My aunt, my own aunt is a paying member of whatever paying members get on this YouTube channel. Not really sure, but we'll be telling you about that soon. So I had to send a text saying, hey, should we maybe do something different for Thanksgiving? That debate is still happening. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I think this is a conversation a lot of families are having right now is what do we do for the holidays? We've been cooped up for like nine months. Are we really going to hunker down for the holidays and not see people? Not see people? It kind of seems like that is... That's the go-to. Let's keep going here. The message at Tuesday's joint briefing, unless people change their behavior, limiting gatherings, wearing masks, and maintaining physical distance, the recent spike in infections could continue and could be followed by more hospitalizations and deaths. Could, but we've kind of been through that once before. We feel like we're close to a vaccine. 
maybe the right thing to do is to hunker down for these holidays. I don't know. I'm I'm not much of a mask guy, but I'll wear one just because if everybody else feels like this is really what's going to save save people's health, I'll do it. Um, here here in Hawaii, everybody's wearing a mask that is not a local. Locals, they're not really wearing masks, especially outside. Especially outside. And when you go running past somebody here in Hawaii, you can get the Rona from like 20 feet away, something like that. Is that just complete fake news? Or I just picture all these people going by me, walking by me on the trails here and possibly giving me the Rona. Don't want that. Don't want that. But the other option is you don't go outside. You don't enjoy natural beauty. That's not my thing here. So I'm going to keep going out doing my thing. But the locals here, it's interesting. Not much in the way of masks. The resort I'm at, yeah, they're wearing masks the whole time. It's, um, it, I mean, they're making it as safe as they can because they've only been open a couple of weeks here for, uh, for travelers and, um, things are getting better, but not going great. You've got a local economy here in the Hawaiian Islands that has been shut down for seven, eight months. No go. No tourists. I mean, very few tourists. If you want to come in and quarantine for 14 days, that's not much of a vacation when there's so much cool stuff to do here outside. We're really concerned at this point and what we are seeing now in the trends and believe that immediate action is needed now to flatten the curve, said Secretary, uh, State Secretary of Health John Weissman. Another stay-home order also appeared to not be off the table, although multiple health officials stressed a desire to avoid that option. So what's going on where you guys are? Are, are you guys seeing cases spike? Because we certainly are here in Washington. And I know business owners, small business owners um, that I know of, they're like, okay, we're heading into a second shutdown, and our governor is going to make an announcement in a few days, um, early next week, I think it is. I'm recording this on a Friday. I think on Monday there's some kind of uh, another governor is going to make some make some calls, make some hard decisions on what our holidays look like. We do not want to take further actions that will further hurt our economy said Health Officer Kathy Lofty. But unfortunately, if we continue on this trajectory, at some point, we may need to. So that there's a, we just don't know the numbers. We haven't had these kind of numbers run for a while, right? We kind of felt like we we're over it. But everybody said, hey, there's going to be coronavirus shutdown 2.0. It's happening. It's coming. And the numbers certainly look that way. My real question is, is do we really need to hunker down like that? I mean, is that is that really... Is that really effective? I don't know. I think if you keep your people safe that uh, have, have compromised health, everybody else kind of does their thing because eventually you're just going to have to deal with this. That's kind of where I'm at. You just, life goes on. You got to move on. Do we keep doing this thing where we wear the mask and pretend that it's really protecting us, pretend that it's really solving all these issues, Not not ever go out? I don't know. It's a tough sell for me, but I'll do it because everybody else is telling me I'll need to do it. Coronavirus infections are accelerating across the United States with an average of more than 100,000 cases a day being reported nationally. More than 10 million Americans have been infected and nearly 240,000 have died. All right. Yeah, those are big numbers. As of 11.59 p.m. Monday this past week, Washington State has confirmed 120,011 people infected with the coronavirus 9,092 have been hospitalized and 2,482 whom have died. Now, keep in mind, this is a population of over 7 million people. And so we are hunkering down and shutting everything down 
for very, very small numbers, but that seems to be what we're doing. And the number that I always focus on that I have a tough time with is 2,400 people who have, call it 2,500 people who have died. All right. How many people die from a whole bunch of other assorted things and we don't shut down the economy? I mean, like I said, we've already been through this months before. We kind of know where the numbers are going. Do we really need to be shutting, do we really need to be shutting Thanksgiving down? Do we need to be shutting Christmas down? New Year's? I mean, these are all times where you gather with your families. You do your family stuff. You go see your family, whether you like your family or not. Um, I have a big family gathering plan for Thanksgiving. Hoping to see my family because I haven't seen them for so long. Should we be doing that? That is the question. I don't know. What if, what if my family event becomes a super spreader event? Oh, the situation is also growing, growing dire in Snohomish County where officials said the case, the county's case trend was concerning. If we had a dashboard, every light would be blinking red and every warning buzzer would be going off said Snohomish County Executive Dave Summers, saying that the county was headed into uncharted territory and that the third wave appeared to be the largest yet. Okay, we've still only got 2,500 people dead in the state of Washington. I'm not trying to minimize that number, but is this really the course of action we need to do is to shut down um, the economy again? I think we may be going back to phase one here in the state of Washington. I know other states are all over the board, all over the map. Other countries are the same thing. But what I'm seeing, Chicago is another really good example of coronaviruses just kind of going crazy. They had, uh, I think, a daily caseload of like 3,000 the other day. I mean, some big, big numbers. And then the, the other question is, how many people are really not going to go see their family on Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. The coronavirus case rate in Snohomish County is 187.7 per 100,000 people over a two-week period, more than four times the rate just two months ago. Summer said interactions at home among family and friends were most likely responsible for the uptick. Don't see your family. They might have the Rona. That's the message we're getting. Um, I just have a tough time with that. But I will probably talk with my family and see what they're thinking. Maybe I just hang out with my kids people that I've seen on the on ongoing basis because it doesn't if you haven't been around your family and you're claiming okay but yeah your um but your family it, it doesn't really matter if you're blood related or not to get together on Thanksgiving the deal is is could somebody that you haven't been around for a while transmit the coronavirus and that is the risky question and if you have members in your family that have health issues that they need to stay safe, you probably don't want to risk that. So even me coming over here for this this quick getaway over in Maui, probably not the most responsible thing to do, but I am one guy. I'm pretty careful. I don't really talk to people when I'm here. Um, I'll talk to some people, but more in stores with masks on. I'm not hanging out in large crowds. I'm kind of just doing my own thing. I'll probably record a video. I've got a bunch of footage um, you can see on my personal channel, YouTube channel. Just see what I'm doing, if you care. Snohomish County Health Officer Dr. Chris Spitters said several long-term care facilities in the county were reporting outbreaks. He said rising hospitalizations could threaten hospitals' capacity to provide care if the trend doesn't change. He also said the, the county's positivity rate, the proportions of tests that have come back passive, positive, indicates that the increase in case numbers does not merely reflect an increase in testing. Those are sick people seeking testing because they are ill, Spitter said of the data. The positivity, the positivity rate is going up. 
This is, by all measures, a true increase. Summers said the county was discussing additional restrictions on new policies to slow the virus's spread. If we don't push the curve back down, we will almost certainly have to go backwards, Summers said. None of us want to do that. Do we really need to go backwards, or do we just deal with it? That's kind of what I think we're doing, and that's kind of what I think will happen this Thanksgiving and Christmas. Some families will do their own thing. Maybe people, maybe families get all tested. Hey, let's all run to the testing center and get tested. I did that. It wasn't that bad. You just put a swab up your nose, hold it in there for a while, do the same thing with the other nostril. I mean, it's kind of gross if you think about what you're doing. Then you put it in a little container. They send it to the lab at University of Washington is the one I did. I went down to SeaTac and did that. So maybe families, and then you get your results back in like a day. Um, negative, of course. Um, but our family's going to do that. You got a bunch of little kids. Hey, let's go stick a, a thing up your nose. Let's, let's go have that done. Family's going to do that. Probably not. I think most people are cognizant of, all right, where, where do I fall within the safety kind of range of my exposure to other people? And should I be going and seeing family? So none of us want to do the shutdown, but maybe some other things are in order. Maybe you kind of do a limited, see the people that you've seen this whole time and don't have that big family gathering. I think that is what is what will possibly happen. Trends in Pierce County are also troubling, said Anthony Chen, Director of Health at Tacoma Pierce County Health Department. No one thing appears to be driving up the numbers, Chen said, noting that the county has seen increased transmission in community settings and in households. So it's happening across the board. There's there, there's no one thing that is really doing this. We just know the numbers are going up. Pierce County reported uh, its highest. I'm talking King, Snohomish, and Pierce. Those are the three counties around Seattle. Pierce County reported its highest one-day increase in cases on Saturday with 226. It had 198 infections per 100,000 residents during the most recent recorded two-week period. That, to me, those are some pretty minor numbers to be getting really worked up. But it's a matter of where those numbers started, how much of an exponential rate they're looking at, and trying to project cases out. And that's where we get into troubles, right? Based on projections, there should be 14 million cases of the coronavirus from the Sturgis bike rally. But there weren't. There were some. There was, I mean, we had 400,000 people gather. Of, of course, you're going to have a big event. I really wanted to go that. That would have been fun, just not during the year of the Rona. So we need to continue to find ways to prevent transmission despite COVID fatigue and everything else that we're struggling with now, Chen said. State officials wouldn't say at what point more stringent measures might be implemented or whether counties could move backward in the state's four-phase safe start reopening plan. Talking about going backwards. Huh, that doesn't sound like fun at all, does it? But... Maybe it's what we should be doing. I don't know. I'm going to keep watching the numbers, kind of see, keep, keep seeing what's going on, but I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a toss up on this one, 50 50. Don't, don't cancel Thanksgiving, but I think you limited it to some extent. You make smart decisions. And maybe you're one of those guys or gals who is like, ah, screw this. We're just going back to normal. All right. That's your call. And if you get the Rona, you just deal with it. That's kind of the lines that I'm along with me personally. But then the whole thing kind of flies out the window. of What if I have it after I got a negative test and then I pass it on to somebody who is health compromised? I'm going to feel really bad. Plus, I don't really want to get it and get really sick. And you don't really know. It's just kind of a crapshoot where you get it from. 
yeah, you can wash your hands. You can take those antiseptic wet wipes with you, which I do. You can wear a mask and you pass by people. If somebody's jogging by me here in Maui, I'm going to put a mask on because I don't want to get those Rona droplets on me. I mean, even if I think the mask doesn't really do all that much, I feel better and my face gets less sunburned. So the mask here in Maui is kind of a, kind of a helpful thing. But citizens of Maui here, they have been freaked out because they've had no tourism, virtually no tourism for seven months. And 80 something percent of their economy here is based on tourism. And so I'm kind of telling some of the folk workers and people that I've talked to and seen here, you know, what, what's happening in Washington and everybody cringes because Washington sends a lot of people here to the Hawaiian Islands and to have you know, these shutdowns happen right before the holidays. There's a lot of people that come here. I'm here in the shoulder season, which is September, or, uh, October, November. It's kind of in between the summer months and the uh, winter months when people really come here. So I'm a shoulder season guy. Um, but people here who are dependent upon tourism and people traveling are freaked out because their income is so dependent upon what other states do, Washington State being one of them. And that's why I kind of wanted to run through these numbers, that numbers are going up. Do we panic? I don't know. It seems like our governor is probably going to it's going to give us some kind of mandate. All right, limit your gatherings to five people between the hours of 7 and 8 p.m. This is based on the data and the science. I always joke about that because... It's a, it's a fun, easy thing to make fun of because none of this stuff is based on the data and the science. We don't really know what we're doing. We're just hoping for that vaccine. Come, everybody gets it. We all move on. Then the coronavirus numbers, they kind of just slowly shrink from the media. All of a sudden, it's just not the big story. It's not the big narrative. We're not talking about it all the time. And we're hanging out with our families again. But I don't know. I don't think we're going to be doing a lot of hanging out till maybe uh, summer. 2021 because going into the coronavirus um, 2.0 this winter it looks hairy those numbers don't look good it looks kind of scary I don't know live in fear hide your identity wear your mask all those things maybe save a life that's where I'm at all right this is my first podcast from Hawaii I hope this went well I Worked on the lighting, I worked on the audio, but I'm not a sound guy, I'm not a whatever. I'm just a dude talking into a microphone and talking to you guys on this webcam. So thanks for tuning in. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Client Appraisal, and your host of this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, coming to you pre-recorded from Maui, Hawaiian Islands. All right, we'll catch up with you guys in the next one. I'm going to go do another podcast. Don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be good. Let's do this. All right. See you on the next one. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.